Hello, my wonderful YouTube friends. Welcome to Escape from Crazy Town. This is the recap of today's live stream. And today's topic is why the new supply has no peace. Essentially, the new supply is in a nightmare. And I want to explain why that is. I know we look over there and we think they're living this perfect, beautiful life because of all their social media posts. But you have to understand that those are just snapshots in time. And the time before the snapshot and the time after the snapshot is a total nightmare. And probably the multiple, multiple times they had to take and retake the snapshot to get it just perfect was also a nightmare. So you guys, you might feel like you're missing out on something, but you really are not. And today we're going to talk about that. One of the reasons why the new supply has no peace is because the narcissist is continually meeting up with their exes, right? With his or her exes. They have their reasons and their excuses like, well, my ex is going through a hard time and needs me. Um, why would your ex need you when they're going through a hard time, right? Um, they need people who are still in their life. So another thing is, uh, well, my ex is <clears throat> needs my advice and that's why I have to meet up with them. Um, or the ex, excuse me, guys. <clears throat> Or the exes are, are still friends, right, with the narcissist. And we all know why the exes are still friends with the narcissist. It's because the ex wants to continue to sleep with the narcissist. So getting together is not for advice. It's not uh, because they're going through a hard time. Well, maybe they are. They're going through separation, right, uh, from the narcissist and having a very hard time with it like we did. And some of us may have even been those exes that met up with the narcissist when they were with the new supply. So you understand that the, the new supply is living a nightmare. They are not happy. They are not excited that the narcissist is meeting up with you in the middle of the night. They'll even give excuses for why they have to leave at two in the morning, right? And, oh yeah, they just need my advice. They're going through this hard time. It's like, well, it's amazing that the new supply can't get your advice over the phone. I'm sorry, the new, the ex can't get your advice over the phone, the new supply might say to the narcissist, right? Uh, why is it your ex, why can't you just talk to your ex and give them the advice? Why do you have to meet up with them at 2 o'clock in the morning? Well, the narcissist was, will have their excuses for that. And the funny thing is, they will not accept your excuses if you did exactly the same thing they were doing. If you were meeting up with your ex at 2 o'clock in the morning or having, uh, you know, weekly lunches with, with your ex, they're not going to accept your excuses, even if your excuses are exactly the same as theirs, because they know their excuse is a total lie. <laughs> there is no truth to their excuse. They know exactly why they're getting together with their ex, and it's not to give advice or just to make things better for the, the ex. It's to hook up again with the ex. Another reason the new, the new supply is living out a nightmare with the narcissist is because the narcissist is moody. We all know. We have been there. We've seen the, the narcissist flip out over absolutely nothing because the narcissist does not have healthy self-esteem. You are going to have to deal, you know, the new supply is dealing with somebody who cannot be fulfilled. There's no one person who can fulfill the narcissist. There will never be enough adoration or enough attention 
or enough uh, constant attention, you know, attention to the narcissist. They need more, and that's going to exhaust. Excuse me. <clears throat> it's going to exhaust the new supply, and when they're like this, they they know that the the narcissist is going to flip out on them when they don't get enough. Right? They're going to get angry over nothing because it's really a wounded ego that they're lashing out about, but they're going to make up excuses like, it's because you didn't have dinner already, or it's because you forgot uh, to pick up the dry cleaning, or because you came home at five minutes late. You know, it's always some ridiculous excuse why the narcissist believes they have a right to lash out and be angry at the new supply. And the new supply is gonna feel like they're, they're walking on eggshells. Everyone I know, everyone who is still with their narcissist and in all the ones that had been with their narcissist the entire time I remember um, their relationship was where they were afraid when the narcissist came home. They were afraid to even come home and see the narcissist's car in the driveway. They, they get this cringy feeling, and I know I got that cringy feeling as well when I would come home and see the narcissist was home. I didn't want to enter the house. I didn't want to be a part of it. I didn't want to get attacked. I knew that the moment I opened the door, I was going to get, get barraged with their accusations, the negativity, their name calling. You know, you're not going to come home and think, oh, finally I'm home after a hard day's work or hard day at school if you're, you know, being raised by a narcissist. You're not going to be like, oh, you know, home is such a nice and peaceful, loving place. Home is actually a nightmare. And you know you have to go home, though, because where else are you going to go, right? You have no other place to go. So you know the new supply is dreading coming home to the narcissist. And here's the deal. The narcissist isn't is they don't see anything wrong with that. They don't see that it's wrong to continually demand and require the new supply to act like a crazed fan as if the narcissist was some rock star, right? They think that they deserve the kind of adoration that rock stars get from their fans with the screaming and yelling and the hands reaching out to them trying to just touch their garment, right? or just touch their leg. And they think that if they had that, they would be happy. But honestly, they would not be happy because even rock stars appreciate their fans. They know that the reason they have success is because of their fans. Not because, you know, and they know, they know that they have to treat their fans well. They know they need to give some attention to their fans. They know that they have to let their fans know how much they appreciate them. But the narcissist doesn't do this. The narcissist just expects, just simply expects that you would fall over yourself trying to serve them because you're some kind of bizarre slave that has no feelings, no emotions, no problems. You're just there to live for the narcissist. And this is how they see the new supply. The new supply is like starting to wake up to this. All that love bombing is gone. All that attention and adoration from the narcissist, all the words, you know, of affirmation and kindness and, you know, just compliments from the narcissist are now gone. They're, they're out the door. It no longer exists. So the new supply is living in this nightmare of a home with the narcissist walking on eggshells, not sure when 
the narcissist is going to explode, you know, praying that the narcissist has to stay late at work or not wanting to go into the house, right? They, they have to prepare themselves mentally before they enter the house when they know the narcissist is there. You remember what that was like. I remember what that was like. It doesn't change. The only thing that changes is who the narcissist is taking advantage of. That's the only thing that changes. So another problem that the new supply is going to have a rude awakening um, from or with is that they're going to realize that the narcissist blames everything on them. Everything. They're, they're not... They're not perfect enough, right? And no matter what they do, it will never be perfect enough. The narcissist tends to drive, to drive people away when they do this. Um, well, everybody drives people away when they do this. But with the narcissist, there is no perfect person except for someone who's out of their life. Someone that doesn't have to live with them. Someone that doesn't have to put up with their nonsense. And so the new supply will also get that comparison. You know, why aren't you like this person? Well, because that person doesn't live with you. That's why the person doesn't, that person doesn't have to put up with your abuse or your angry words and, and your tantrums and, and your selfishness. The other person doesn't have to deal with that. They only get the nice side of the narcissist. And by the way, the new supply kind of shoots themselves in the foot by doing this as well. They portray the narcissist as perfect, right? Because they're trying to save face. They're trying to get everybody to believe that they married the dream, their dream boat or their, their soulmate. And they want to keep that image going, right? They want, they want other people to be jealous of them or they, they want other people to like the narcissist even, right? Maybe their family members had warned them about the narcissist and now they, they have to prove their family member wrong. So they're posting these videos and pictures of, look, we're on a picnic or we're, we're out riding our bicycles or we're, we're whatever they're doing, you know, out to dinner with friends and, or, or the narcissist just cooked me a really nice dinner, you know, which the narcissist might do once in a while. But then the narcissist is going to complain that the new supply did not compliment the dinner enough, did not appreciate the dinner enough, did not, uh, you know, post pictures of the dinner. So that's why the narcissist, I mean, the new supply has to do that, <laughs> has to post the pictures, has to compliment the narcissist, has to play it all up for the rest of us to see. And for us, we're looking over there and thinking, oh, they must have this incredible, perfect life, you know, and portrayed by social media. So, um, you know how people like to call, uh, what is the social media's fake book? And it truly is. It is a fake book. It's a totally fake album. So another reason why the new supply is going to have no peace is because even if they try to get the narcissist to go to counseling, the counseling is not going to help because the narcissist will, first of all, at the, first, at the introduction, will try to win the counselor over, will try to pour on the charm or the victimhood, or what a hero they are, right? They, all the same stuff that got us believing that the narcissist was a good person. So they're going to use all of these tactics on the counselor. What the narcissist doesn't understand is that most counselors are aware of this. They know. They, they need to make the narcissist feel comfortable. 
So the narcissist will feel comfortable for the first couple of meetings, you know, as the counselor tries to get the narcissist to focus on the problems and solutions to the problems. They will never get to the solutions because when once the counselor brings up the problems, the narcissist is going to take off. Forget it. They're not going to deal with it. They're going to get angry at the counselor. They're going to be convinced that the new supply uh, has has hoodwinked, has lied, has has convinced the the counselor to take their side. You know, so they're going to feel like everybody's against me. Woe is me. I'm the victim again. I can't even talk to this person who claims to be a counselor, but you know, in a narcissist's eyes, they're going to see that person as not someone who's helping them, but someone who is attacking them. So again, the new supply, even if they try to get counseling, even if they try to get help, they're not going to get it with the narcissist. They're not going to be able to solve their problems with the narcissist. The best they can do is damage control. And even damage control is not effective because narcissists are unstable. They, they will flip out. They will get around whatever you're trying to do to stabilize your relationship. And the new supply is just going to be worn down. Now, I do want to leave you guys with some really good things because you guys are out. You don't have to deal with that nightmare anymore. You don't have to come home to that nightmare. You get to come home to a peaceful house now. Even if it's a one-bedroom apartment that you have or a room that you share in a house, you get to come home to peace. You get to rebuild your life. You, you don't have to walk on eggshells. You, you can spread out your stuff. You can sleep till noon on the weekends. You, you, know, you don't have to get out of your pajamas. <laughs> you, know, uh, you, you can have whatever snack you want to have while watching movies. You don't have to get what the narcissist wants. You don't have to answer to that. And if you're lucky enough to be in a relationship, um, and I don't recommend getting into a relationship for at least a year after such a horrible breakup with a narcissist. You need that time to heal. But if you are past that time and you are now involved with other, you know, in another relationship, and even if you're not and you just have friendships, you need to start being present with those friends, with that new partner. You want to be there for them. And one of the things I shared in the live stream was when my husband comes home, I always, always greet him at the door. As he's putting down his jacket, as he's putting down his bag, unless I'm not here, of course, then I'm not greeting him at the door. But I want to greet him with a hug and a kiss. And not even if I'm having a hard day, even if I had a bad time at work, even if, if things were breaking down at home, you know, I... I want him to feel good when he walks through that door. And the thing is, he wants to come home then. He wants to be here. So I say the same thing with if you're not in a relationship, but you're in friendships, right? When you see your friend, embrace them. Be excited to see them. Welcome them into your home uh, with a gleeful heart. When you go to their home, same thing, you know, embrace them. Be excited that you get to come visit them at their home. You're going to become their favorite person to come to their home. You're going to be the home that they always want to come to, right? This is what you do in a healthy relationship. 
Well, you guys, there is more in the live stream if you want to listen to that. Uh, a lot more examples of actual narcissists and what the new supply has to put up with and more advice on how to implement tools that will build really amazing, beautiful relationships, including possible relationship uh, that leads to marriage. So you guys, I want to share that with you and I hope you have a great time, great day today, a great week. I hope this has been uplifting to you. Please subscribe and share and watch a commercial once in a while. Give me a thumbs up and comment below. That will surely help this channel. And I'm trying to think of what else. Oh, and buy me a cup of coffee if you so feel inclined. So somebody did today. I appreciate that, Rahel. I appreciate that so much. You guys have a wonderful week and I will see you next week.